to a special Nitro Beer episode of... Brutal Battle. Yes, so nitrogen-infused beers is a thing. It's been a thing for a little bit. It's it's just been a bit of a thing, but I feel like now all of a sudden it's really picking up a lot more steam, and I just wanted to jump on it now and do an episode. What do you know about it? Nothing, Rebecca? I know nothing. Nothing. See, and that's the thing. I actually started doing some research for this because pretty much all I knew about nitro beers was uh, it gives more of a creamy mouthfeel to the beer. And typically I don't like nitro IPAs because it really dampens the like hop vibrancy with like citrusy and floral notes. And that I really like it with stouts um, because of the increased creaminess that just makes, I mean, chocolatey notes and dark roast with uh, increased creaminess is great. And when I did some research, I actually found out that, you know, nitrogen typically is used for, you know, what you would expect to make a beer creamier. Uh, And the big thing is that it's all about solubility, really. Like carbon dioxide, which is typically what is, you know, carbonating beer these days because that's naturally created from the yeast during fermentation, um, that is higher solubility than nitrogen. So when you infuse nitrogen into a beer you're going to get more of the bubbles that escape when you drink the beer, which increases mouthfeel, can help with some of the flavors, and definitely increases aroma because the bubbles, it's more constantly carrying, you know, the the aromas to your face while you're taking a drink. And even when you're not, because sometimes you can really smell the beer just coming out of your glass. So finer bubbles, more consistent bubbles um, than carbon dioxide which is typical so breweries a lot of times where you see nitrogen has to do with just your normal on draft and then they'll just run some nitrogen into the beer Uh, but some breweries have been releasing nitrogen beers in bottles and cans so that's what we're going to do today is we're going to try these suckers out so we have five actually which is a lot right but you know they're all they're all probably Relatively low ABV. Yeah, yeah, they should all be about six or less. So, two of these beers I've not had before, um, but the other three I have, so it should be interesting to try those two I haven't, but uh, I'm just interested to see all the differences, and if there really are that many differences in the mouthfeel with, with these different beers that are done with nitrogen. So, well, I mean, the I think majority like, are cans, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think we can anecdotally say that we have experienced that, you know, when we had a beer. And same with coffee. I wanted yeah. to point out is mm. that that's kind of um, a new trendy thing too is, you know, putting the nitrogen in coffee. There's a local coffee shop near us that does that at the farmer's market. A lot of people are kind of like, what is that? And I, I heard the, the lady at the coffee shop trying to explain it to someone else. And she's like, well, uh, I'll, I'll try that trendy thing you're talking about. <laughs> um, but explaining it as, yeah, it's, adds like a creaminess to mm-hmm. the coffee and kind of saying that for some folks that put creamer in coffee, you might not need it, you know, having it infused with nitrogen. Well, and if you think about it with, um, with like hoppy beers, when you put nitrogen into hoppy beers, it not only takes a lot of like the floral grassy notes out that I want to taste, it, it dampens a lot of the kind of bitter bite from a higher hoppage. And I think it also does that with coffee with, you know, mm-hmm. if, if it's kind not... Kind of softens the flavor. Yeah, it, you know, coffee can have a bit of a rough um, edge to it, can be kind of a little bit acrid. And like I think... Yeah. Yeah, I think it really dampens that down when you have nitrogen with it. Plus, it 
super creamy. It kind of just like it's great. rounds it out. It really does. No, know? it does. And okay. let's see if these let's beers are rounded out. I have a soft spot in my heart for this first beer. Okay, so this first one, I'm sorry, it's an InBev product. Which he just found out before we started recording, and he's like, what I do I do? Because I haven't had this beer in so long, but it is one that's near and dear to my heart. It's one of my father's favorite beers. It's Boddington's Pub Ale, and it comes, it, obviously it's imported to the United States, but it's through Luton or Lutton, England, uh, by InBev UK Limited, so... And this does not have an ABV on it, I'm assuming low. It's so, probably low. It's a 16-ounce can. And there's a widget, as they call them. Widgets are the uh, the devices that are used for nitrogen uh, delivery within a canned or bottled nitrogen beer. How big, big is the widget? So, um, you can actually look it up online. I did. It's pretty interesting to, to see, like, the size of some of these widgets. Some are just small, like a little ball that's smaller than a ping pong ball. Like, maybe half the size of a ping pong ball. But some are a lot bigger. Like, Guinness has, like, really long widgets that go right down the middle of a bottle or can. Yeah. Uh, and then some other breweries I know have got some, some little, cylind- uh, like, uh, circular widgets that... Or affixed to the bottom of the can. So I so. guess kind of the bigger the widget, the less beer you're getting, though. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Well, to a degree. No? To to a degree. Because the, the pressurization, when you're putting nitrogen in, as long as you're not releasing pressure at the same time, um, it's forcing beer with the nitrogen into the widget. Because there's always a hole in the uh... widget. So... Hmm. Not necessarily. It depends on the thickness of the widget. I mean, technically, I'm sorry, technically, yes, because the amount of plastic you're putting into a bottle or can, if it's one of the elongated ones, it is more. But I think it's mass taking up. But I think it's kind of negligible. Yeah, jinx. Jinx. That's the second time today that's happened. (laughs) It is. Um, Hold on. Update. Um, four point seven percent. Okay, so I mean, it's It's like nothing. All right, so let's look at it. It's very, very orangey. Looking a little bit of a yellow tinge to it, but Just very orange. A nice head. Huge, super soft looking marshmallow. It looks like liquid marshmallow fluff. It's like a cloud. Yeah, and and that's one of the things that people really like. I do. I love. I love yeah. it. It just is pretty. It makes me want to drink it. The other thing is theatrics for yeah. people when these types of beers are poured, whether it be like a Boddington's or a Guinness that have yeah. nitrogen. The the cascading yeah. of the nitrogen as it's trying to escape. Um, well, and, it, you know, if you kind of look at, like, the legs coming down, it's, like, real bubbly as it's just, yeah, like, cascading down the side of your glass. So much froth. Yeah. It's kind of like the froth you get at the top of a um, root beer float yeah. after a bunch of your vanilla ice cream has uh, dissolved and it's just sitting on the top. Reminds me of, like, the foam at the top of the ocean. Yeah. Like, a little just, bit like it's that. Just, it's relaxing. But I wouldn't want to put that in my I mouth know. at all. Okay. It's salty. It smells very apple-y. A say, little bit of hay. I was going to say, like, yeasty, biscuity. There is a biscuit quality. Mm. There's a lot of an appleiness, little lemon, a lot of hay to yeah. it as well. Maybe, like, a little honey. Yeah, definitely some honey. sweetness. Okay, I'm drinking. I mean, it's... Creamy, so creamy. It's just exactly the the smell matches the taste. It's just a nice, easy to drink. How could you not like this beer? 
It's, I mean, you know, like I'm not wild about it. There are plenty of beers that I would like to have over this. The bitterness is more than I kind of thought it would be with the nitrogen aspect in there. It's but nothing um, offensive. There's a lot of apple. Like I get a lot of the apple flavor. Um, I get I get lemon coming in like right after that, and is like a honey biscuit on the yeah. finish, like mm. honey and biscuity and bready. Oh, and, I want a honey biscuit. It's kind of my, so my new favorite thing now is I'm working on a baby quilt, my second quilt. And my new favorite thing is to like set up my little workstation and put on a girly movie and watch a beer. Watch a beer. Wow. Watch What's a beer, beer going to do? Oh no, I'm watching a movie while I'm watching. What did I say? I'm not drunk. You said watch a beer. I mean, I could watch the beer, <laughs> but I'm watching a girly movie while drinking a beer and quilting. Yeah. I, watching the beer wouldn't bring much no, enjoyment. It wouldn't. I mean, I watch. I watch it as my glass gets empty. I watch the beer as I you drink see, it. You watch it diminish as your but anyway, spirits increase. I feel like this could be a good beer to kind of just sip while you're doing something, just kind of relaxing in the afternoon. I would say this is definitely more one of those beers. If you're going to drink it, you want to ignore as opposed to spend a yeah. lot of time paying attention to. Like more complex beers, like thoroughly tasty beers, you would want to take your time and really pay attention. Yeah. Something more like this, you want to kind of just get lost in something else and just take some sips, you know. Like quilting in a girly movie. Sure. Not for everyone, but you know. No. So the next one we're going to go to is... Uh, one I have not had before. Uh, it's imported from England, and it's by Moreland Brewing, and they're out of Suffolk, uh, England. And it is Old Speckled Hen. It's an English fine ale. What the hell is a fine ale? Well, we're going to find out. I don't know. It's 5% alcohol by volume. And it's in a 16-ounce can. Ooh. Oh, yeah. This one's got a lot of noise behind the uh, Talk about the atrix. nitrogen. Yeah. Although the Boddington's had a little bit a little of noise bit, like with the one. nitrogen being released. That was like, and that's what I like. Like I, like, I do too. I do too. I like the noise. I'm like a sucker. And it's like pouring. Like so creamy. creamy. Yeah. Jinx again. Like ridiculously creamy on the pour. Yeah, buddy. No, now what is a fine ale? I don't know. You're, you asked me already. Well, you didn't give me an answer. I don't know. I don't know. I I assume it's just like it's a just typical, a, like a pale ale style. I think it's just a theatrics. <laughs> My guess is it's like a, you know, just like a pub ale. Yeah. It's just like a pale ale. It's just like a beer. It's very orange. Um, almost like a little bit of a brown hue thrown in there yeah. with the orange. Uh, it has... I just read a nice head. Thicker. It's got a head very similar to the no, body. I think it's thicker. Oh, it is thicker. Yeah. It is a thicker head. You're right. I know I'm right. It's like a quarter like a nice inch. Mm, yep, I could see a quarter inch on that. The other one Good was job. probably maybe an eighth of an inch. But if you try to like really look and see the bubbles, they're so tiny. Yeah, you can't. It's like a blanket. I kind of want a microscope. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the advantage of nitrogen. So let's try it. Oh, we didn't smell it. Mm. What Whoops. the hell? That's usually you who does that. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's talk about the smell. He's so enamored. Yeah, what does it smell like to you? There's a good amount of apple on this one as well. In the smell. I don't know what that is. Very malt forward. Yeah, I was like, all I'm really getting is a lot of malt sweetness. I'm getting that apple. Okay. Apple malt sweetness, a little lemon tinge. Cranberry. Um, I can see where you're going. Maybe not so much. A cranberry straight up, but maybe like a craisin, okay. because there's 
more of like a concentrated sweetness yeah. to it as well. I, I, lo- I love how everything I come up with, you're like, oh, I could see that. <laughs> Not everything, but, you know. All right, so that's pretty much all I smell. It does have, you know, obviously has a very creamy aroma to it as well. It smells like it's thick. Hmm. Something about this I don't really like. It's got a kind of... Like a bite in there of something. It's it's a bit of an, as it's been said on this podcast a long time ago, it's a bit of an assy finish to it. Yeah. Like almost a little bit of like a mildewy rag type finish to it. Or as Mark said a long time ago, a dirty dish rag type deal to it. A little mildew-ish. Not big on this. I do get that apple flavor in there. There's honey aspect and, and a tad bit of a of a lemony kick. Um, I'm not big on this. It's I don't like, like it's it. It's like the cranberries have gotten rotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not. I like the Boddingtons a lot more than this old speckled hen. Yeah. It's too old. <laughs> it's way too old. How old is this put speckled that, hen? Put Jesus. That speckled hen down. Mm-hmm. Why is it in quotes, too? I think that's funny. Cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Old speckled hen. Because it's not actually an old speckled hen. Oh. <laughs> Maybe because they don't actually put old speckled hen inside of the beer. Maybe that's why. So to get, to get around um, someone saying that they actually have to put one well, in there to get away oh. with the name. Well, what about Sweet Baby Jesus? They don't put a baby Jesus in the bottle. Well, we don't know for sure. It's true. We, we don't do. know for sure. <laughs> they should start putting that beer in quotes. <laughs> exactly. Well, there you go. Maybe when they say it, they do air quotes every time. Yeah, because so it's not really us, a baby Jesus. Okay. So, um, let's move on to the next one that I'm, uh, I want to talk about. Just, like, a little bit more about, like, widgets and the use of nitrogen. I just like, like the name widget. Yeah. Isn't it fun? just makes me think of, like, spacely sprockets and the Jetsons yeah. and stuff like that. So. Because you people always make references to, like, people making widgets. And sometimes you should yeah. just be a widget maker. And I think people just use widgets. It's just like a random knickknack yeah. type thing. You know, like, ah, oh, it's just a widget. It's, yeah. I don't really know what it is. Okay, so the next one does not, I don't, do not think has a widget in it. Um, it is Sawtooth Nitro All-American Ale by Left Hand Brewing Company. Uh, Left Hand Brewing's out of Longmont, Colorado. Um, unfortunately, I do have to say that when this was picked up, it's out of date code. So when we're having it right now, it is September 12th, mm-hmm. and it says Best Buy July 7th of this year. So it's... Totally ugh. my bad. Yeah, so our bad. Uh, sorry about that, uh, left hand, but we'll see if it's still good anyway, because um, who knows? Sometimes happy accidents. I don't see an ABV on this. Yeah. Oh, no, I do. 5.3%. So. Okay, Logan. so a widget. Whoa, Ooh. there you go. Theatrics. Okay, so a widget by definition is a small gadget or mechanical device, especially when, when, especially one whose name is unknown or unspecified. But I feel like why is this called a widget? Because it's actually all those unspecified widgets being made. Okay, so this is there's no widget in this one. It's a it's a glass bottle and there's no widget in it and there is significantly less head because of that. I don't know the mine. 
Uh, you had some left over. Oh. Uh, from the last beer. Oh. It didn't get rinsed. Rinsed. Because oh. I needed to pour it. Yeah. Okay. So. And also... But there's still there's still a head to it. Still, you can see yeah. see it's still like very fine bubbles, but uh-huh. it's not nearly as much as the last two. Not there, even close. So there can be widgets in bottles. Yes. Okay. I think uh, could only... Guinness Guinness has done a the long, a long widget in, in bottles. A bottle. Okay, I always thought it was just in the can. Although they always tell you in cans and with cans and bottles with nitrogen, don't shake it because <laughs> it could really yeah. cause some problems. So mm-hmm. um, so this uh, sawtooth which. Um, brownish orange. I don't like the smell at all. It's a brownish orange beer. I assume it's kind of like a pale ale-ish. Smells like alfalfa. It does. It smells a lot like alfalfa. Although, how much is that of that is hops that have died down? I don't know. We don't know. Because like we said, this is kind of We'll old. never know. We will never know. But, you know, as I gently swirl it, the head increases very fast. Faster than like a normal. Beer. Yeah, it grows. I like don't super like quick. the smell though. Is there anything else in there? No, it's just alfalfa. Yeah, it's pretty much just alfalfa. There's a little bit of like an herbal hop note on just there like as well. Wheat fields, alfalfa, Timothy hay. Who's Timothy hay? hay? It's what the chinchilla eats. Timothy hay. Oh, okay. Chinchillas eat Timothy hay. I didn't know it had. It was a specific. I thought yeah. it was hay. I didn't know no, the specific to, brand. No. My mom has a chinchilla, and he eats Timothy hay. Well, there you go. Alfalfa, Timothy hay, regular hay, wheat. I think the taste is a little less aggressive on oh, that yeah. on that alfalfa note. It's not bad, think. actually. Maltiness, malty sweetness yeah. in there. There's a little bit of a bite on the end. I mean, it says it's an all-American ale. It's got a decent creaminess to it. Yeah. It's not nearly as creamy as the old speckled hen or the Boddingtons were, uh, but that's also it does because it doesn't have a widget in there. Um, and one of the big things with uh, with that is that I believe with the widgets it gives uh, more of a nucleation point, which is what they call nucleation points, uh, which is a place for the for the um, the gas and the liquid to separate. So there are actually nucleation points in glasses a lot of the time. Like see those like, like my stout glass. Yeah, like the etchings on the bottom. Like for the longest time I was like, why are we doing this? Like what's this etching all about? So basically what the etching at the bottom is for is it's a nucleation point where um the the gas and the liquid's able to separate and that's um that's why when you look at it, you can see bubbles emanating yeah. from that, specifically from that etching. Yeah. And that increases the mouthfeel of the beer, it increases the aroma of the beer, you know, just the makes, overall experience. It makes it taste better. Yeah. Right. So with widgets, there's significantly more of a nucleation point as opposed to just putting the nitrogen in and capping it, uh, which is what happened with the left-hand beer here, their sawtooth. Um also, there's probably probably has something to do with the amount of time it was there because the Best Buy. Yeah, I would be interested in knowing like the cost difference, like how expensive widget or non widget. Yeah, like yeah. how how much is a widget? I don't know, but I do know that there are. I don't know if it's everyone who uses widgets or not, but there are patents on certain widgets. Really, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. So let's go be widget makers. Yeah. So honestly, like I love the idea of having nitrogen widgets and beers. Like I love the idea of having more canned or bottled beers with nitrogen. 
because um, in certain instances, I feel like it really can enhance, especially with darker beers, and we'll get into another one in a minute, but it's, I, I don't know how expensive that might be, because if yeah. if the, all the widgets are patented, which I don't know if that's the case or not, how expensive is it to Use, create your own yeah. widget? How expensive is it, even if you don't have to get your own widget and get it patented, how expensive is it just to do widgets in, in the first place, you know? Yeah. This, these would be good questions to ask someone. And I assume that, you know, you'd have to make changes to your canning or bottling line, too, right. to incorporate the step of the widget. Um, so, you know, what do you think of this beer overall? It's okay. It's okay. I'd I be like interested, it if it was within date code, I'd be interested yeah. to see what it's like, if it has a little bit more of a hoppy characteristic or not to it, and oh. less of the alfalfa. I like it better than Old Speckled Hound. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. No, definitely. It it, it has significantly more smooth aspect than the old speckled hen. Okay, so our next one is the Nitro White Ale by Sam Adams. So it's a wheat ale brewed with spices and spice added. 5.5% and it is in a big can. Obviously by Boston Beer Company who does Sam Adams out of Boston, Massachusetts. I like this. A nitro widget inside this can gives our white ale its creamy, smooth taste. You'll notice a swirling cascade of energy as the beer settles into your glass. The widget does the work for you, so chill, pour, and enjoy. They make it sound so fun. Yeah. You know, they're just like, this. what you're about to do is a real experience. Don't you think? Um, chill before pouring. Nitrogen doesn't like to be contained. Increases pressure that may cause unchilled cans to overflow. Um, this has a, oh, was this bottled by or you, or drink by? Uh, that's a good question. I think that's when it was canned. June. Mm, June. Okay. So here I go. Oh, that's satisfying sound. Ooh. It, it like, some of, some of the nitrogen comes out of the top, but it does just not. Just enough. Yeah, just enough to be like, just, oh my gosh. It's like, I don't know, it almost feels like. The beer could really not taste as good, but just because of that, <laughs> I will keep drinking some because it's so fun. It just reminds you of the um, the vinegar and baking soda volcano experiments when you were in uh, elementary school. I mean, look at that. That is like the most creamiest beer ever. It's pretty creamy looking when oh you pour gosh. it. So tell us what you see on the color there. It's just, well, first of all, that head is definitely the thickest. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a... that. That's definitely a quarter inch. You were saying... Yeah, the, I mean, the other one might not have been. I think you said the old speckled head and you thought could have been yeah. about a quarter inch. This is definitely yeah. a quarter inch. That was a little it's less. It's like kind of cloudy because... A little cloudy. Was, spices yeah. added to it. But also the fact that it's a white ale. And we don't we don't know what spices. We don't know what spices. Just spices. For whatever reason. Night, like we were saying, nice thick white head to it. Let's start smelling it. Oh, it's very orange. A little yellowish that, tinge. Yeah, I'm going to say a little more yellow in my mind. What are you smelling there? I smell, I smell the spices. What spices? We're going to figure it out. I feel like sweet orange peel yeah. in there. You know like those deep, you know like a dehydrated orange yeah. so it'll have like a nice sweetness to it, but it'll have that orangey um, typical mm-hmm. smell. Maybe they put grains of paradise in it like they do with their summer ale. I think they, I was just going to say grains of paradise. Grains of paradise. <laughs> Can you tell me what it smells like? <laughs> tell me what grains of paradise smell like. This, you're smelling it. Oh, okay. 
I feel like there's maybe a little clovey mm-hmm. undertone in there. I'm getting a lot of like citrus. I was going to say it's lemon. Really, but you said orange. It's, but it's really, really sweet yeah. orange. Like tons of sweet yeah. orange. And it smells really good, actually. It smells really, really good. Yeah. Uh, this one I actually have had before. Yeah, I had not. Had I had not had the sawtooth or the old speckled hen. Which, by the way, I do want to say just real quickly. I know, you know, some people might not want me to say this, but sawtooth, uh, left hand sawtooth. They, I think, ended up going to court with Duclaw Brewing near us because Duclaw had a beer named Sawtooth that, uh, that's a white ale. Um, so, and what then. with that? I, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen Sawtooth by Duclaw. Have. You have? Mm-hmm. So maybe it was deemed that it's different enough or, you know, I don't know. Because I know that they had had some litigation with Ska Brewing over the name Euphoria. Uh, and they just changed the spelling. Duclaw just changed the spelling yeah. of Euphoria. But I don't know what happened. I mean, this is going to continue was just, to happen. You know, maybe it was just dropped. You yeah. Know? I mean, who, and I don't know who started it. Right. So, whatever. But anyway, just a fun little fact. So you're already sipping. I'm already sipping. On the I like this. I've had it before. I liked mm-hmm. it. I was pleasantly surprised. I yeah. remember when you had it, you were like, I really like that beer, which I mm-hmm. was surprised that you liked it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Super creamy, and I feel like that plays so well with that orangey citrus aspect, and almost like a creamsicle. Yes, it's actually very creamsicle-ish because there's almost a little bit of a vanilla quality yeah. in there, which is probably what they were. Uh, well, I mean, I can't say probably, which is potentially what they were going after with whatever spices they threw in there. A little bit of that clove yeah. aspect. I like this a lot. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. It is very like creamsicle-ish. Oh, did I say something intelligent? You, you do all the time on here. Come on, man. <laughs> well, you didn't sell pre- yourself short. You didn't preface it by saying, I see, I, I would, you normally say, I see where you're going with that. I can see where I you're getting see. that. <laughs> this time you didn't say that. You just agreed with me. Well, no, because usually in those instances, it's more like I have to think harder. Yeah. Well, as I mean, opposed to when you said that, it's more like if I would have thought of it, it would have been an immediate like, ah, yeah. ah moment. You so know, it's like, oh yeah. You know, beer tasting in general is a very unique individual experience. You know, everybody's taste buds are different. If you keep drinking it too, I feel like it's got a little bit, kind of odd, but a little bit of an apricot note to it as well. And with the fuzz. Like, if, you, if you've ever, mm. like, bitten into an apricot, it's got, like, a fuzzy outside. Does an apricot have a fuzzy outside? Yeah, it's a little fuzzy. Yeah. So I, I feel like with the creaminess of the fuzz. Apricot. I feel like I've only had dried apricots. Mm. When's the last time you've had an apricot? Well, this can be like dried apricots. So. When's, When's the last, last time, time you've had an apricot? Um, I've had a lot of apricot notes in beer. Yeah. No, we've... Um, when? We got a cheese plate from Wegmans recently, and there were dried apricots. They were dry- yeah, that's the only time you've ever had one, has been dried. That's not the only time. I've had it. I had regular apricots when I was young. This is true. I grew up on a farm. No, I didn't. No, you did. <laughs> that's such a hibbity-jibbity. <laughs> Okay, so our last one is another Sam Adams one, and I do have to say that the Sam when Sam Adams they released a pack of nitro beers, it was the Nitro White Ale, this one, and an IPA. We couldn't find the IPA. I don't think we really wanted it anyway because I'm not a fan of nitro IPAs anyway. Like I was saying, how it like really downplays the the hop quality that I like in IPAs. Uh, but this is the Nitro Coffee Stout by them, and when I knew about these beers coming out, I 
was like, we should do a Nitro episode. And I was gonna just do these beers, but then Rebecca was like, well, why don't we, like, there are other Nitro beers. Like, I had such tunnel vision on it, I had forgotten. Rebecca's like, there are other Nitro beers, we can get some it's others. True. This is I was like, kind oh. of my, my brainchild. And one that I really wanted to get that we were not able to get, that I'm kind of sad, was the um, Nitro Old Chubbs Scot- Scotch Ale by um, Oscar Blues. But I think it was just like a one-time deal that they did it, and we looked for it, can't find it, so... It may have been some time ago, but here we have the uh, Sam Adams Nitro Coffee Stout, um, and it is 5.8% alcohol by volume. So let's see how this is. Like, how fun is that? (laughs) It's pretty fun. It's like carnival food. You know what I mean? Like, when you go to a carnival, it's not just about the taste, it's also about... the experience. Yeah, the experience, but also, like, the other fun stuff that they do with appearance and stuff like that, so... So I'm gonna pour myself a little bit of this nitro coffee stout. Rebecca, pour yourself I'm pour, some. I'm pouring my own. Go ahead. I want the experience. So you see that nice cascading going Ooh. on. Um, obviously, it's really dark. It's a stout. This isn't an imperial stout, so it's not going to be super uh, thick. But it is dark in coloration with a little bit of a reddish brown around the edges. And the nitro head is a little beige. So, but like not a, like, like a totally tan brown. cloud. Yeah, a little bit, a little tan tinge, almost like a peanut butter. It smells like chocolate milk. It does smell like chocolate mocha milk, yeah. like chocolate coffee. Oh, man. A little bit of a vanilla creaminess to the notes. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Lots of coffee, though, as I keep sniffing it. Lots went, and lots of coffee. I went straight drinking. I couldn't. Well, then what do you taste? I couldn't be contained. Um, and again, I've had this beer before. I was a little disappointed because I really wanted to like love this beer. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a very easy to drink. The coffee is not out of control. Yeah. Um, it's not as malty or as coffee as I want my coffee stout to be, but it's still very enjoyable. I'd say I feel like there is a pretty decent amount of coffee in it, but there's... It's not like a cold brew style coffee. Yeah. It's more of like a brewed hot and then cooled down type coffee, like an iced, which has more of an a, a acidic bite to it, and that's what what I don't like. Um, I, it's good. I like it. Like you, I wanted to like it even more, and I think we could if it was a cold brew, and also if the chocolatey notes were amped up a Maybe little that's bit more. What, yeah, because once again, one of these instances where you smell something and you feel like you're promised what you're smelling. And then you taste it, and it's not and at the same level. Down. Yeah, like the chocolatey notes on this, they're there, but they're yeah. very, very much more subtle than on the yeah. smell. I mean, um, and there's a lot of roastiness, like roasty malt characteristic in there too. I mean, it's not like I dislike it because I just poured myself more. It uh. is good. Like it is <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. I am a fan. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah. It is tasty. And I, I would, would sit and sip this. I have done that. Yeah, I would buy it again. It is good. Yeah. So um, so what I want to say real quick, I mean, obviously, the innovators when it comes to nitrogen in cans and, and bottles were Guinness. Um, oh. And in, like... We should have... We really should have gotten Well, that. not really, because yeah. everybody's had Guinness, pretty much. I... And it's very accessible, so if people really yeah, want to, true. go ahead. I haven't had Guinness. It's been a while. 
Well, the only time I think I've ever had Guinness was, was in Ireland. Was in Ireland. It's different. Before I've even I even liked beer. Yeah, so you didn't like it. Did so you? I had it, and You're I was like, "This is disgusting." <laughs> and now, looking back, I'm like, "Oh my god, I was at Guinness and like didn't like like you yeah, know what I mean? Like I didn't really back. appreciate it." Right, but uh, Guinness. I mean, they were pioneers. They they had been serving it with nitrogen in the pubs in Ireland, and then they decided, "Hey, you know, if we're canning, bottling this." Uh, we want to see if we can figure out a way to get the nitrogen in there. So they did. It was in, the, I believe, the late 70s that they figured that out. But initially, it was only released in Ireland. And initially, it was done uh, with, like, an injector. Basically, you would, it? like, inject it into the can. Like with a syringe? Oh, with, like, a with syringe? With, like, a syringe-type deal. Yeah. Huh. That's what I was reading. I was like, that's For weird. Real? Yeah. But then they ended up coming up with the widget, which I think was in the mid to late 80s. Uh, the widget, widget makers. Yeah, the widget makers. And the widget worked. Um, and obviously, it's become a thing. It's becoming more of a thing now, and a lot of people are getting into it. Can That's you imagine cool. to be like, my great-great-grandpappy made the first widget? Well, which widget would you be referring to? The beer the nitrogen beer, widget? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah it, I mean, it's cool, right. man. It's really cool. Like, doing the research on this, and I'm sorry if I didn't, you know, explain it in the best ways possible. My mind isn't as scientific as it is creative. You know, like, I feel like you either have a scientific mind or you have a creative mind. And I'm more of the creative type than the scientific. So, I had to read these things a few times in some instances to, like, get it. So, I might not be conveying it the best. So, I apologize. But, you know, you can do your own research if it didn't sit as well with you. Um, but um, all that to say that nitrogen in beer, I like it. Uh, I want to see more of it. That would be awesome. But then again, like we said, don't know what the cost is like. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is there are other styles of beers that could be quite good with with uh, nitrogen. And if you see a beer on tap with nitro, typically it's a stout. Yeah. But if you see something, just give it a shot. Uh, I know on another beer podcast, I think it was Insider's Roundtable. Um, I can't remember if that it was either that or uh, Beer Download because I listen to those every now and then. Uh, they were talking about someone. One of their guests said that he had had Founders Rubius Raspberry Ooh. Ale on Nitro, and it was like a smoothie, and it was amazing. So fruit beers with nitro, I could see being outstanding. That would be amazing. Yeah, it could be like a shake type quality. Well, you know what that reminds me of? What does it? The Allagash White that I had at mm-hmm. World of Beer that was infused with all of those berries. It's like blackberries, raspberries, strawberries. Yeah. yeah. And it was creamy like that. Well, you were probably getting a lot of the kind of stuff from the skins. Yeah. A lot of the tannins from the skins. To give it mouthfeel. So I can, like, see how Rubius on Nitro would be amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. It would be. It would oh be awesome. Oh, my gosh. So let's see if we can lobby founders and ask them to release, like, Rubius Nitro cans or bottles or whatever. That would be so good. Do it with the widget, please, because widgets are cool. Widgets are way cool. <laughs> what about, um, like, a Flanders Red? That could be really interesting. I think it'd bring the sour bite down a lot. Um, So, yeah. I mean, any type of sour. Like a lot of the Rodenbachs. It could could really screw it up, though, too. Yeah, I just... No, it would just be... It could just make it not as sour and more just fruity. Yeah. 
It just would be interesting to, like, try different beers. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It would be awesome to just, like, get every beer style, line them up, and infuse them with nitrogen and see what it does. You know, does creaminess, does that extra creaminess, like, really help? I have to be honest. I feel like, oh, are you going to make me rate these? Yeah, we'll rank them. Okay, so I have to be honest. I think the white ale might be my favorite. Yeah, the Sam Adams white ale on Nitro, that is my favorite by far. That beer, when I originally had it, kind of floored me because I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it is. It is really tasty. It is really, really tasty. So that would be my first. Then the Nitro Coffee Stout. Then Boddington's. Then Sawtooth. And then Old Speckled Hen. I'm trying to think. I could be the same, although I might switch the Sawtooth and the Boddington's. They're so close to me. Um, I just have a soft spot for that Boddington's. Yeah, but most importantly, those Sam Adam Nitro cans are done right. Like, those recipes with the Nitro, they work. Well, because I had the Boddington's, and I liked it, because it was a nice summer drinking beer, and then you said, like, my dad likes Boddington's, and I felt like your dad and I, like, bonded over Boddington's. You guys did. Like, I feel like... like... Because I believe there was a time when you brought a pack over. Yeah, I did. I and did. he and I think he kind of like perked up and was like, "What? Yeah, like she's bringing like an offering of one of my favorite beers, mm-hmm. and she likes it. Yeah. It's the whole like shared interest thing. Yeah, your dad, your dad's hard to crack. That's true. You know? I still feel like he doesn't like me after twelve years. <laughs> That's not true. I know it's not true. That's but... not true. <laughs> but hey, um, was this a fun episode? Uh, yeah, now we'll have to fight over the Sam Adams. Yeah, we will, really. <laughs> uh, I might just dump the other ones because I'm just not that into it and crack open some other beer, but I'm kind of sad because that was our last Nitro White. Oh, yeah, man, we are really going to fight over it. We though. might have one more of the Nitro Coffee. Oh, that's awesome. And when you yeah. bought that, I know that was the last that was four the last, pack. Yeah, it was. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, come on, breweries. Get on this Nitro thing. It's like... Yeah. It's going to be more popular, so get on it, like, now. All right? So thank you, everyone, for checking this out. Um, Everyone, just check out what we do. uh, Plug things. What we do. (laughs) We're going to plug things. You know, check out the website, BrutalBattle.com. Check out the short videos that I've been doing called Brutal Battle Beer Break, which are on YouTube. You can just search Brutal Battle Beer Break. There's, like, typically three minutes, as high as five minutes, but it's fun. check them out, because at least to, like, make it worth his while, because... Usually he's like, be quiet, go hide upstairs, don't walk around naked, I'm gonna go do some filming. I'm like, okay. I need to remind myself to not be naked on those sometimes. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, also check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, we're also on Google Play now. Um, Give us ratings and reviews on iTunes, because that can definitely help us. On Twitter, at Brutal Battle, you can just tweet Carlin at Brutal Battle. Um, and on Facebook, we have a Facebook page, so just look for Brutal Battle on Facebook. And you can send us emails, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com, and I think I hit everything. But it's, I mean, what else is there? I mean, Instagram, I guess? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing Instagram. I mean, you could, like, take pictures of all of the beers you drink and put on... Oh, Untapped? Oh, yeah, on, we're on Untapped. Uh, you can just search Carlton Malibu, all one word for me, or Carlin Cook, uh... Or Rebecca, how do you how do they find you? Just Rebecca C. C? Yeah, Rebecca C. Although we're not that interesting to follow together because we drink the same thing. Usually, yeah. I Usually. mean, yeah. No, we're totally interesting though. 
I mean, we're interesting, <laughs> but I mean, if you were going to do anything social media wise, I would say like follow one or the other on Untapped. Yeah, you got it. I mean, you could follow both. It's to it's totally fine. Yeah, but we could do Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. If you want to make that your project, no, go not. ahead. I've got too many of the social medias going on. They're pain in my ass. Oh, Snapchat. You could do Snapchat. No, I'm not doing any of it. I'm not doing We're any of it. We're too old for Snapchat. Yeah, that's true. So, anyway, everyone, thank you for checking this out. We learned a lot about nitro, nitrogen today and nitrogen beers. So, go out and find some and just yeah. experiment with them. So, until then. Keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.